Did you start recording? It's happening. It's happening. Is it really happening? It's happening. Yeah, I'm watching it happen. All right. Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers, the podcast where we recorded 15 minutes of podcast before Michael realized he hadn't been recording at all. Luckily, that was that, a practice. Yeah. Luckily for us, that intro was shit, and I got really distracted because I got a phone call and uh, other things happened. So it's all good. You'll never hear that. It doesn't exist. Uh, yeah, I'm your host, Spencer Polio, and with me, as always, is the more famous member of the podcast, Michael uh, uh, U. Nance. Michael, what's the U stand for? Usurper. Yep, makes sense, except you you want to know when you didn't usurp me? When I didn't show up for the podcast last week. Yeah, I gave you shit about this for 10 minutes a little while ago. Yeah, and it's continuing. Spencer's not bitter at all. Yeah, no, I'm super bitter. I've been bitter like what's it like a bitter thing when you think of things that are bitter um like baker's chocolate that's what you think of when you think of bitter things and can you think of something that tastes more bitter than that uh grapefruit qu- not grapefruit uh yeah grapefruit quinine quinine um fucking uh uh, uh bitters well bitters but also um orange peel cell no not uh tonic water tonic water tonic water is like okay did you know that tonic water has more sugar than like soda yes and do you know why no because uh the stuff that they use to add the quinine to it is hilariously bitter Oh, okay. So it would just fuck up the taste if they left it as as is. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I know that. That's was cool facts with Big Spence. Cool story, bro. We're um, gonna speed through. We're gonna speed through the intro better this time. It's not gonna be nearly as bad. I, I'm pretty sure Spencer told like four stories. And it's true. I is, I that's... I read like the first chapter of Ulysses. Like it was bad. Yeah. It was it was pretty rough. There was a so. there was a there was a point where I don't know. I did something else ridiculous. <laughs> no. I, I read okay. the I read the entirety of Howl. Yeah, I just kept letting Spencer read entire yeah, like massive chapters of books and and Howl books. And, Howl is a poem. Howl is it's like a very long poem, and it's a collection. Inside of a, I have Howl. I own it. I I can pull it off of my bookshelf right here. Fun fact: uh, my old here's a Spencer story. My sister's high school, uh, tried to ban Howl. That's and I know and I know it and I know what you're thinking, man. That Texas public school system, am I right, kids? And uh, and then uh, plot twist: it was a private school full of like, um like rich liberal hippy dippy types weird yeah but they didn't like the sexual content of it and my dad who is like as middle of the road as i am was pissed oh bad i mean that's fucking ridiculous yeah no my dad was basically like yo this is like poetry and it's beautiful and it's a classic what the fuck yeah. Also, get over yourselves. Yeah. You know, 
Your kids will find out about this shit anyway. Yeah. Take this hit acid and just freak out, kid. I'm just kidding. I don't. I, I'm not condoning that. But welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast where Michael gets sued. Uh, okay, so let's let's be be more topical. Okay. okay, we're gonna be more topical this time. Have you heard about this Jeanette McCurdy stuff? Who? Are you, are you familiar with this? Okay, uh, she played. She was in iCarly. She was the uh, the best friend of Carly and iCarly, and then she was in some other Nickelodeon shows, I believe. But uh, she's released a book about the like abuse and like fucked up stuff that was going on behind the scenes at those Nickelodeon shows, like. Okay. Uh, like the producer of Drake and Josh and shit. This is real, okay? This is not a lead into a bun. I'm not, I promise. Well, you can that you can go check Twitter. This is all there. Okay. But, uh, I think I just think it's funny. The lead up to where I'm going with this is that I think it's funny that out of everyone involved with Drake and Josh, for the most part, like in terms of the stars, like J- Josh ended up on top. You know what I mean? Which which one was I, Josh? I he was the bigger guy until the later seasons. He was usually pretty goofy, though, and Drake was like the sexy dude or like the cool guy. Yeah, but at the end of the show, they were both kind of hot. Like, let's be honest. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. But, you know, Josh was still very goofy. Yeah, he was like a goof, but he was hot. So, you know, like, but, you know, he, he still you know, could have. Drake, turns out he was grooming kids. So Oof. grooming underage kids. Yeah, fucked up. Super fucked up. And then how is Schneider. it? Hold on. Stop. Can we just pause for a second? OK, so in the original intro we recorded, this is the one re- reference back to it. I'm going to make we both. I, I asked what Michael's favorite movie plot twist was, and he said the plot twist in seven. And I said the plot twist in uh, the usual, usual suspects. suspects. And I pointed out that Kevin Spacey featured prominently in both movies. How the fuck did we get back to child grooming? I mean, it's just it's, what the fuck? It's a hot topic right now. It's it's just it's being exposed left and right. And good. You know, we got to get these these sickos off the streets. But yeah, I mean, like, it like just, it's just. It's just great to me that Josh ended up on top. That's all I'm saying. I'm so glad, you know, because well, what is he doing right show. now? He's been on several pretty big sitcoms. You know, he made some some good movies. He was in the remake of uh, uh, what's that? Uh, the the Hunt for Red October when they redid the Hunt for Red October. He was in the remake. There's a wait. There's a remake of the Hunt for Red October. I'm pretty sure that's the movie. Um, unless I'm thinking of a different movie that has a similar title, I'm going to feel stupid. Hold on, I'm looking this up. Because it might not be the Hunt for Red October. I might be getting it confused with another movie that sounds like that. Because like Hunt for Red October is like, like you, Red Red Dawn. Sorry, it was a. Different he was Red in the movie. remake of Red Dawn. Yes, he was in the mo- remake of Red Dawn. You should have figured out a way to make this into a the pun because this is such a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I, it's just I've it, this got me thinking about other times that there you know you've had you've seen an actor from like a besmirched series or like or like maybe a lesser known character that kind of got like the shaft got ended up as the one that was like the best of all of them you know what I mean like this the like, popular kids actually sucked and then the weirdo was actually the the good person like uh like how. You know, that like Robert Pattinson, like went from Twilight to being like, you know, actually a good actor and shit. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know if that's and a so, really good comparison, but 
And, you know, Harry Potter's kind of under that same level of scrutiny, right? Yeah, like how... Because of um, fucking J.K. Rowling and yeah, how yeah. she just keeps digging the hole deeper for herself and rightfully yeah. so, fuck her. Yeah, hard agree. Oh Yeah, so, this, but, you know, and then, you know, Daniel Radcliffe has had a pretty good career, and so has really all the main guy, uh, main kids, but I, I just love, just funny. I just love it, that Daniel Radcliffe has successfully transitioned from, like, the star of like Harry Potter, huge fucking franchise film franchise to just doing weird shit. He did fucking fucking guns for hands or whatever it was called. Guns Akimbo Akimbo. or a Swiss army man. I think he was. in. Yeah. Yeah. Where he played. Didn't he? Wasn't he the corpse in that movie? Yeah. He played the corpse, his own corpse in Swiss army man. And, and now, wait, was he weird Al? Yeah. Now he's weird Al in a movie based on a fucking college humor video. (laughs) Like how the fuck? Right. So, I mean, it's pretty incredible. I just, but really, the most incredible story out of all of them, because you know, also the fact that Neville is like the sexy one now. He he really was, know, and, yeah. And he and he was the the geek, so kind of like Josh that redemption arc. But also, you know, the fucking shitters that used to hang out with Draco Malfoy, Malfoy, the, like the goons. Remember them? Yeah. Well, one of them has now had a successful career making concert harp music for the London Philharmonic <laughs> Orchestra. It's incredible. And his new album is one multiple grams. You know what that album's called? Harp of a Goyle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fucking yell it like that. Normally I would have let you do your own punchline. <laughs> but I was so proud of you. I figured it out. I was so proud of you. I cracked the code. Harp of a goyle. Because the first time you just, you made this bullshit. And then, and then I was like, what are those fucking kids' names? And, you, and I was like, their names are Crab and Goyle. <laughs> and I'm like, you you son of a bitch, you did it. <laughs> I cracked the code. It took me forever with this oh. one. Oh, that's so... <laughs> Whew. Go ahead. That's uh, Go ahead and mark it in the uh, Hall of Fame. Oh, that's yeah. so good. You know what's not good though? This fucking song. Oh, yeah, Heart of a Girl by the oh, band The Killers. Fucking god. Like what a No, thank you. Like I think I was telling Michael before we started recording, I think this is the song that made me not listen to uh Car versus Horse on the regular. I right. li- I literally cannot not call that album Car versus Horse. It's a be- it's a better name. It's a better, it's a better name. name. Yeah. And you immediately think of the album art if you've seen it. Yeah, so. you, you know exactly what. Like, I feel like, OK, we're going to do something. We're going to do an experiment. OK, tomorrow okay. when we go and see the killers, because we're going to go see the killers tomorrow. Um, We should ask people if they know what we're talking about. If we mention if we say the word car versus horse. OK, 
we'll ask some people. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if anybody can follow us. See if people are up to date with the pod. And that'll be our sign. Actually, it's just a picture of the Battleborn album cover and says "Car versus Horse." We're just gonna just hold up a car versus horse sign. We're not gonna <laughs> hold up a sign. I am far too lazy to do a sign. Also, holding up a sign the whole time sucks, and getting it in and out of the venue sucks. Yes, uh, just going to Moody is gonna suck. How are we gonna do this? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. Like this isn't is... it downtown? Yeah, it's downtown. It's right near my work. Like I'm going there straight after I get off work. Oh, I'm just gonna Uber there. Yeah. I'll just meet you. No way I'm driving. And we're going to have seats right next to each other. We're going to hold hands. Yeah. Um, We're not going to be in the pit because I don't want to deal with that. That's fine. I stood up for four hours when I saw a ghost. Not a fan. Won't do it again. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Yeah. My feet will hurt too much and then they'll end up playing hard of a girl and I'll just be mad. Yeah. So, well, we know how we feel about this song. What do we think this song's about? Is this okay? So I really need to read the lyrics. This is this song has lyrics that I was listening to the song in preparation for the pod, and you know I may have just like phased this one out when I had done listen throughs of Battleborn because I just didn't remember it until it really got to the chorus, and I was like, oh my god, because I was like, you know, like the idea of cringe is that it makes you cringe even though there's no one to see your facial expression. Yeah. And body language. That's kind of how I felt when the chorus started. Daddy, daddy, daddy. I was like, oh, no. No, yeah, big no. And then there's other lyrics, too, that we'll get to. But it just feels like... Yeah, like... I don't know. It feels, I'm just uncomfortable with this song. This song... Here, you know, to go back to our previous topic of, uh, of grooming... Uh, <laughs> And you can finish that sentence. I mean, like, I I don't know what the hell this song is about. And the the chorus turns me off of it so much that I think I like erase it from my own memory. Because yeah. I, I for the life of me, like I can hear the song. I know what it sounds like, but the lyrics. Are are just mush in my brain. As they should be. Yeah. But then when we read through them, it just it just gets worse. I'm letting you know. Yeah. Well, good thing we don't have to do that right away. Holy shit, dude. What? I clicked back to the Google Doc and you've just been like <laughs> you've just been like doing horrible things to this. <laughs> Anytime um, you give me access, I have to use it irresponsibly. You wow, you've you made a very nice and clean one page document, somehow three pages, which is Good. just bananas to me. Uh, you were talking about how this song starts with a, a riff from a Tribe yeah. Called Quest song. So we're, yeah. we're going to play this. And I don't remember this riff. Oh, yeah, you're right. It totally is. And I do know this song. It's just I didn't associate this with this and song. This actually, this this bass riff is from Walk on the Wild Side by Lou Reed. That makes but, sense. But I, I always think of this song when I think of this bass riff because it's just so iconic how it starts. So because you're a bigger Tribe Called Quest fan than you are Lou Reed, which is fine. That's. That's probably true. Yeah, that's there's 
like high key, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, but I'm not yeah. a particularly big fan of either. So uh, let's fight. I'm not like All I right. don't dislike them, but I'm just, you know. But yeah, it feels weird that they put that at the beginning of this song for where this song ends up going. So, hey, uh, take strange. a walk on the wild side. Right. That's right. But yeah, so we don't really we 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 don't because the the lyrics are mush like I don't know what this song's about. <laughs> and I feel I, like I'm in the same boat. Yeah, and I I feel like that's bad. But at the same time, like it's just yeah. We should look at the Reddit though. Let's see what the Reddit thinks. Okay, before we go into the Reddit, what do you think? You think they're going to be team they love this song? Or team, they hate this song. Oh, no. I bet they're going to love it. Oh, yeah, they're definitely going to love it. Am I right? Yep. God damn it. Okay, so this first thread is by classic Reddit user Deleted. And they're doing, and the thread is just, Heart of a Girl, Yay or Nay. And um, 247 for Yay. 88 for nay and 85 <laughs> for not bothered either 85 way. conscientious objectors uh where would you sit on this i feel like i feel like before doing this episode i would definitely be on team conscientious objector um but yeah after, now i've listened to it big nay like a horse i would be on team horse yeah because nay <laughs> I mean, the top comment is is perfect, and it just shows that there's just a bunch of killer simps on the subreddit. But read it. Uh, this is from user Light Through the Pines, who says, "I like the ending a lot. Can't get through the daddy parts. Just makes me cringe." Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely correct. Thank you. Yeah. Like, there's supposed to be producers and like other members of the band, right? Like, because I guess at this point, people, nobody was even questioning Brandon on his lyrics. That's the way this feels like. Nobody heard the daddy, daddy, daddy thing and was like, yeah, this is fucking weird. I mean, according to according to Genius, the song was written by the band and also Daniel Lanois, who is Canadian. I don't know who that is, but, you know. It's just, yeah, I'm I'm fully with Light Through the Pines on this. This is just. <sighs> Larky 18 says, um, uh, scribe of the reddit i really enjoy it which is to say it's in the middle of the battleborn hierarchy for me it's such an absurdly sweet saccharine story branda and tana first meeting each other the definition of meet cute i mean come on what were the chances that he would meet his future wife while shopping for his first ever killer's gig that she was the brave one he thought really is that what this is about <laughs> What? Wow. I have no idea. I I guess. I got to be honest. I have no idea what the song. I, we're going to we're going to have to read the lyrics. I, every time it's just daddy daddy daddy, I just loop my brain goes off into the ether and Yeah. I'm, also, I'm done. god damn it, this is another song about Tana. I mean, this is the era, Battleborn and onward. It was like all Tana all the time. I mean, you know, good for the dude. He loves his wife, but on the other hand, like God, I really hope that they don't have like a 
she calls him daddy relationship. I hate that shit. I miss Jenny. I'm pretty sure Jenny got murdered, though. But that doesn't mean you can't keep her alive through the power of song. Zombie hands, too. Jenny's back. No. No, no, no. <laughs> the bones. No. The bones cycle. No. Jenny's bones. No. <laughs> no. Uh, what was on Jenny's mind? Go to the second Reddit thread. God, the this Google Doc is painful to look at. By the way, <laughs> who's what's that? What's next? I what what have I put on here? Um, next up, we've got a thread from Babinti, and it's Song of the Week number twenty nine, "Heart of a Girl." Uh, "Heart of a Girl" is the ninth track on the twenty twelve album "Battleborn," aka Carver's Horse. Song came about from an in-studio collaboration with U2 and Bob Dylan producer Daniel Lenoy. Uh, we wrote that song with Daniel. It was interesting because we'd never written anything with anyone before, explained drummer Ronnie Venucci Jr. in publicity materials. Some producers work in a category where they become like a fifth member. They'll pick up a guitar and get in the room with you. We did it entirely live and only spent about an hour on it. We did a couple of takes. That was it. It was a really fun song to do. Maybe Daniel Lanoy perpetuated the whole daddy thing. Yeah. God. Creepy. Maybe he did. And... Like creepy Canadian producer. Like that seems like. That seems what like. What a stereotype. Yeah. Right. You know, speaking of the earlier conversation, <laughs> apparently our bit this week is child grooming. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, this should make the description. Um, instead of putting this is the one about heart of a girl, but this is the one about child grooming. No. What you know about? Oh, oh, I, I now I get it. We're gonna we're gonna one we're gonna get arrested, and two we're gonna get we're gonna get our entire podcast banned from like all the things. Everything. Yeah, we're just trying. We're just trying to get the awareness out there that it's it's we're yeah, against it. Okay? Yeah, we're very against it. It's bad. We shouldn't joke about this. Oh my god. Deep Fried Dave posted 17 days ago on this part of a girl. Fuck yes! I didn't even know Deep Fried Dave was a account. Holy shit. Yeah. <sighs> First off, Deep Fried... This is his only post! And... Yeah, I mean... It talks about the song. Alright, Deep Fried Dave... Just read it. No, you got it. <laughs> Deep Fried Dave says, I've always had mixed feelings about this one, but recently it has grown on me. I heard an interview the other day where Brandon talked about how T Tana gave him a piece of paper with her number on it when they worked together at a mall. As the lyrics go on a million miles of freedom, a million miles of road, and I still don't know where to start. I imagine he is reflecting on how she made the first move, despite the fact that he was literally a rock star. I'd be the same way, LOL. The second verse and mostly the bridge definitely does give me LDS vibes with all the imagery that is used, especially with the there is no end, which is a big part of the belief that when you are sealed and married in the church, you spend an eternity together. I could be off base, but I thought that was interesting thanks one thanks deep fried dave also what the hell 
Yeah, surprisingly insightful. Yeah, like inc- based on what Deep Fried Dave the Instagram account's like. Yeah, uh, if you if you're not doing this already, go and follow Deep Fried Dave on Instagram. It is it's literally just like you ever you ever take a picture in MS Paint, make it really small, and then make it really big again so that like it it gets blown. You can the see fuck like out. every pixel. Yeah, that's basically what Deep Fried Dave is, except it's specifically. Just pictures of Dave Kooning, and that's it. That's the whole thread. That is accurate. Um, yeah, follow follow that account. Also, very insightful. Deep Fried Dave, if you're listening, uh, you want you should come on the pod before the pod's over. We have, uh, I I did a count the other day, more episodes than I thought we were going to. I may have made a mistake. So uh, you should come on the pod while we still have the opportunity. Hit us up. You know where to find me. <laughs> that was my. All right. N- next Reddit thread. Yes. Uh, you should read this one. Uh, this is okay, this... only vaguely song related. Also, this is from user Roasty32. Another who says, are the yeah, pod or Reddit uh, MVP. Uh, are there more wheels or doors in Killer's lyrics? And uh, this is a joke thread. It's marked as a joke. So first of all, the hard facts, lines with doors. So these are lines from killer songs with doors. And Heart of a Girl is first. Waiters and dealers trying to get their foot in the door. Many doors knock on one from Heart of a Girl. Uh, it actually looks like there's more doors just to get, just let y'all know. I'm not going to read every single lyric with door in it. But because there's a lot. There's doors are mentioned way more often. Yeah, I mean, I can think of more than one song that has door in the killers. So so um, I'm going to read out a chunk of this thread because uh, we get mentioned for once, which is weird. I, we never get mentioned. Um, but anyway, but you have to consider all the lyrical references to cars. Every car is going to have at least four wheels on it. And that's not even mentioning the amount of wheels the soul of a truck has. There it is. But that's not that's not our reference. Um, but sedans also have four doors. Trucks and coupes usually have two. On the other hand, Heart of a Girl mentions the many doors, which could well be more. This is really detailed. <laughs> um, considering it's on a long distance haul, it's probably a semi. So that's something like 18 wheels, assuming no spares. And then uh, Inquisitive goes goaded answer user soul of a truck pod after many years we find we get mentioned in the fucking reddit we're there we're We're, there we're real for once (laughs) that's why our fan section is in in the bathroom of the venue yeah no one no one talks about our podcast on the reddit well spencer it's mostly because Despite our warnings, everyone listens to the first three episodes. It's it's and really true. It. And damn it, stop doing that. Hard agree. But the only way we'll ever escape is to re-record those first three episodes. So we're never gonna do that. That sounds like way too much work. Cause those first three episodes are rough. Like a dog. Wow, Spencer. That's what dogs really do. digging, really, really digging deep for that joke. Yeah. Next is the top the moment we've all been waiting for. 
lyrics. We're finally going to figure out what Harp of a Goyle is about. I hate that so much. <laughs> You're on annotations this week. I had to read the whole fu- I had to do a whole episode by myself. You have no choice in the matter. Are you going to cry about it? Yes. I cried. Well, let it out. Literally all of last week was done in a half sob. So uh, you missed it. Oh, so there is an episode worse than the first episode. Good. No, actually, last week's episode, I thought I was very happy with it at the end. Um, I I made it sound like you were dead, like at the beginning, like I made it sound very somber. Oh, and, dark. Yeah. And then I didn't like like make it like, no, Michael's fucking dead. No, it was like just, <laughs> I was just like, but I'm all by myself. And uh, here's why. You know, I like I, I was very serious in my delivery. Well, uh, so there's no page intro. There is the not. Lyrics. So go ahead and get with these lyrics. Verse one. All right. Verse one. Uh, by the way, this is uh, written by the whole band recorded at Battleborn Studios, released September 17th, 2012. Do you remember the 17th night of September? Right. Was it worth it? Yes. Now read the lyrics. No, no. One more aside. I was in uh, H-E-B the other day and I heard that song playing and I was and I literally in the hallway, like in an aisle at H at a grocery store, just screamed. This is too early. Wow. Yeah. And then, wow. And some kid was like, Mommy, why is that man so weird? And then I and then I farted and ran away. <laughs> you capricious little scamp. Spencer anyway, Palio. verse one, looking out my window, an angel in robe appeared and nearly pulled me apart. A million miles of freedom, a million miles of road, but I still don't know where to start. Isn't that the slogan of fruit by the foot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> She wrote her number down. She gave it to me. They had to scrape me off the floor. This song, okay, annotation from user Alex Koenig, who says, This song is about Brandon meeting his wife, Tana. Ding, ding, ding. He met her in a thrift store, and she was the one who gave him her number. She made the first move. That's why he had to, he had to be scraped off the floor. That's, that's still cute, though. Credit works, yeah. too. Very sweet. Yeah. In this transient town, waiters and dealers trying to get their foot in the door. This is an annotation from T-Snacks, who says, He is talking about, about Vegas, a town where people go to make it big. The workers are trying their best to get their feet wet and become successful, but it is extremely difficult because there are so many people chasing the same dream. Uh, related, Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas by uh, Brandon Flowers. The song, I mean. The song. Yes. That night I called her. She said, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> There's an annotation from user Zola Troll who says, In this house, we don't kink shame. And it's a quote attributed to Brandon Flowers 2012. Why is this downvoted? Yeah, like I, uh, I already upvoted it as well. People on Genius have no fun. Solo Patrol has definitely posted that exact like annotation before. 
<laughs> and I don't remember where. And I I hope I hope we haven't already done this episode and we've made a horrible mistake. We haven't done this song, right? No. Okay, then yeah. No. Yeah. Soul of a Troll has definitely posted that exact quote before. Uh Soul of a Troll, I know you're listening. Just link it in uh in a private message at some point in the near future. Um Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> This is, so this makes it even weirder. Yeah, like this is this is so strange. Like he called this girl, and the thing she said to him the first time they talked <laughs> it was "daddy, daddy." She called him "fucking daddy." Now, uh, young men and uh, but you know potential uh, you know bachelors of Reddit. Uh, and really anyone, anyone at all, if you call somebody and the first thing they call you is daddy, that's kind of a red flag. Yeah, I, I, that's from my from where I am. That's that's like that's like sirens blaring and shit. That's a <laughs> that's a, you know, hey, you gave me your number at the mall. Daddy, 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 all my life. <laughs> click, click, <laughs> big click, delete number, block, throw phone out window. No, no, no. <laughs> I hate daddy. I'm not into it. Daddy, daddy, daddy. All right, look, oh. whatever tickles your pickle, good for you. I'm proud of you. No judgment. However, big cringe from me. All right, continue with the lyrics. Do I have to? You do. Okay. You got to finish it. Okay. All my life, I've been trying to find my place in the world. I said to her. Why'd you have to say it in that voice? <laughs> baby, 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 I got all night to listen to the heart of a girl. It never, it doesn't really even get any better. It starts this, off bad. God. Okay, we're going to keep going. Despite me cringing the whole time. Verse two, I can see the time dripping down the clock. That's not time. Daddy. Read the fucking annotation, Michael. Uh, annotation. The word choice here invokes the surrealist imagery found in Salvador Dali's famous Persistence of Memory painting. Like, That's from user Soul of a Troll. Actual annotation. Yeah. Also, and it, great image. I've actually seen that painting. Me too. I just saw it. Yeah, but you linked a picture of it. Yeah, but, but like the real one in person, like the actual thing that Dolly painted. Like me too. I just saw it right there. <sighs> <laughs> We've been trying to hear that ancient refrain. It's the one that's known to us when our heads are down. It reminds us of the place where we came, where we came. <laughs> Daddy, where we came. Chorus. Daddy, daddy, daddy. All my life, I've been trying to find my place in the world. I said to her. Gross. Baby, 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 I got all night to listen to the heart of a girl. Bridge. What happened here? What is this world? It's too late from the heart of a girl. 
Okay, and this is an annotation from user Nimbus who says... Wait, you can actually see an annotation? It does not load for me. Hold on, let me read this annotation real quick. That's what they said. Yeah. Hope y'all got all that. Yep, I did. That's what it, that's what they said. Go go check out on check on the bridge. User Nimbus says A ripple in the water from the drop of a pearl. I'm on the shore waiting for the heart of a girl. Verse three. Many doors knock on one. Doors equal oh, this is from user Tenshi Keki, who says doors okay. equal opportunities. He's saying you have a chance. You just have to take it and at least try. And then it's a picture of a bunch of doors. But one is open. I don't think I've ever been more uncomfortable during a during a <laughs> during a, a lyric section. Standing Sorry, still. Uh, <laughs> time is raging. Staring down the mouth of mm, a, <laughs> a hundred thousand guns. <laughs> Those aren't guns. <laughs> Everyone knows a real marksman calls it a rifle. So what are you? One hundred thousand what's now? Cox. <laughs> You're still here. You're still here. I believe that we never have to be alone. Yes, I believe it's around the bend. You can hold it in, or you can <laughs> scream it on the microphone. Daddy. There is no and uh, There is no end. <laughs> This is an annotation from user Chase Van Osterdorp, who my, says my favorite character from Legend of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> right? uh, if you if you know what I'm if you've ever heard of that show and you actually got that reference, we are automatically friends. Go on. I, too, have also seen it because of Spencer. Yes. Uh, this may be a reference to Brandon's beliefs on marriage as a member. Uh, here it is of the of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The Church of Jesus Christ believes that life does not end at death and that marriages and families are for eternity. Yeah, he does mention that in a different song that we've done recently from Battleborn. No, that seems and, that seems and, really uh, complicated. When the dreams run dry. It seems really complicated because if you think about it, like everybody is everybody else's like ninth cousin or something. And so like after a point, like that means everyone goes to heaven and everyone is with everyone else in heaven. And everyone just lives together in like a big old fucking like, like pile. You ever think about that? So we just live in a big ball pit. Yeah. Just a ball pit. Sounds, but not the, yeah, exactly. I think I saw heaven is sweaty at South by. (laughs) Heavens for tryhards. Yeah. Deep in the night, I feel a presence of something that was long ago told to me. This is an annotation from user James Leonard, who says, Flowers, known for his spiritual themes, is referencing the presence of God. Though he was raised amid spirituality, he had since drifted. One night he feels a spiritual presence reminding him of what he was taught, what he was taught about God growing up. Um, there is a hand guiding the river, the river to wide open sea. Okay. Same also by James Leonard, who says long ago, he was taught that there is someone helping us find our way home. Just as a river reaches, uh, reaches the open seas. 
home could be representing finding yourself, finding happiness and family or on a spiritual level, coming home to God. Dear James Leonard, you're very boring. Congratulations mm-hmm. on your accurate and not funny and entertaining uh, uh, annotations. Uh, your your mother loves you and she's very proud. Anyway, and deep in my heart in any game on any mountain. No, I'm not afraid. Standing on stone, you stand beside me and honor the plans that were made. This is an annotation from Soul of a Troll who says, Brad Non recognizes him and his minion as the spiritually ideal state of affairs and are ready for whatever comes their way, come hell, high water, or any such apocalypse. Also a safe one there. Soul of a Troll got downvoted and had to re- rebound. You know who my favorite member of the Killers is? Brad Non. Brad Non. Brad Non. Sounds like a bad guy in Space Ghost. I am Brad Non, heart of a girl summoner. Daddy, daddy, daddy. (laughs) Space Ghost, your powers don't work here. Daddy, daddy, daddy. I hate everything about this song. This is this is the worst episode of the pod. <laughs> Alexa, play harp of a goyle. Bling 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 bling. <laughs> All right, so um, believe it or not, we have a name the same this week. Holy shit! Yeah. What band? Uh, the artist Peter Bradley. This is their song, "Heart of a Girl." Luckily, this song doesn't have any lyrics about fucking daddy. The wait is over. Doesn't break the weather. And I won't build my house again. I actually like this song. Yeah, this is way better than Heart of a Girl. Oh, wait, this is Heart of a Girl. Yeah. This is way better than uh, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy by the Killers. this song that was much a much better heart of a girl way to go peter bradley hard agree yeah it was fantastic what else you got for me well my versions no well i mean we gotta compare the daddies we gotta do what now we gotta compare the daddies explain so we're going to listen to these live versions and we're going to always li- we're going to make sure we get to the first daddy 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 and and we've got to compare that between the two live versions. Well, I mean these two live versions were like 2 weeks apart. So like Well, I mean 2 weeks of growth for Brandon. <sighs> okay. Well, we're going to we're going to do the bottom one first. I I should really reorder these, but whatever. That's I, a touch of daddy move. Please stop. (laughs) 
Okay, so this is... Oh. <laughs> the song is physically killing Spencer. Basically. So this is... um, This is called The Killer's Heart of a Girl slash Bling Pacific Coliseum, Vancouver, December 3rd, 2012. So, so they played Heart of a Girl and followed it with Bling. What? Oh God. Wow. Okay. What a what a fucking combo. I can't believe we're already to, to this song. I'm gonna breathe Brandon's not gonna breathe Oh, look, we got Hitler Youth Brandon. Yep. He's wearing like a black polo, black pants, and he's got his fucking, uh, you know that that one that one guy haircut. What the hell is he wearing? It's like a short sleeve blazer. Isn't that like a? It looks like he's wearing like a gi. I mean, he is shiny, but I don't think you wear butter. <laughs> oh, here we go. Get ready. You think the audience is gonna? He looks so happy with himself too. Let's see if the audience sings along. Whoa. You get their phone number, and then there's this, there's this strange, this strange things that happen. You don't know if you should call them that night or if you should wait a couple of days or you're going to seem desperate, you know. This song is uh, about a particular instance where I decided to just call, call the girl that night. I hate this. <laughs> and the first thing she said was, Daddy? Now yeah, you're in Utah, dude. Like, with the context, it's so bad. Uh. Oh, I bet you love that, Spencer. I hate this. <laughs> now he needs to stand up and flip the, t- the piano and be like, Turn the fucking lights off! <laughs> Turn them off! Why are you wooing, audience? <laughs> Why did you enjoy that? And now he only plays wow. the first fucking. He only plays the like the wow. first verse, and it's an intro to Bling. Jesus what? Christ! Daddy, daddy, daddy. Ah. Uh, okay, so let's see if he does the same thing. So this is. This is them about two weeks later in Las Vegas. All right, and it let's starts mid song. Really cool story. The audience is singing along. Why? Why? I 
hate to tell you this, but you know you and I are both going to be singing along if this song comes on at this show. I'm only singing the daddy parts. Deal. Same. I hate this. Holy shit. Wow, he always stops before he says daddy. Yeah, like he has to like prepare the audience Bra- yeah, emotionally to, for it. He has to brace himself. You could be at school. You could be at a killer's concert. You could be shopping and someone may find you attractive and hand you their phone number. You never know. And uh, this is about, this happened for me. This happened for me in my life. And, uh, at one point I was, I was at Buffalo Exchange and it's, it's about, what? about half a mile from here. I love how he's like expanding on the story. Like we're finding more and more lore about this song. Where's Dave? Me and Dave Cooney, were, we were there, and uh, they were just looking for, 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 for some new duds for our first gig. Dave just says blood type. <laughs> and this 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 girl gave me her phone number, and then you have this strange you have this this strange you know pressure. You know, do you call her that night or do you wait a couple days? You don't want to seem desperate, and I said uh, I said hell with it, and I called her that night. And, uh, Can we not hear the next? So I don't know. Don't be afraid. If someone tonight gives you their phone number, give them a call. That night I called her and she said, Daddy, Daddy, No! And the whole crowd is singing along. I said to right into bones you know what michael it's fine it's fine you know why it's fine michael why because of what's about to happen in the uh, cover section oh there's a bunch of gerwigs it's not a bunch of gerwigs it's all gerwigs mm perfect yeah my favorite, my favorite. I did this. Section. I did this just for you, Michael. This is all. Thanks. This is just for you. But we can't do we can't do covers yet. Why? Because we have to play an ad. Oh. I played the ad between me saying ad and you going, oh, nice. Yeah. Anyway, so this is from rarely seen. Uh, YouTuber Maximum Power. And uh, this video is called 690. <coughs> uh, I love that this is video number 690. I feel like that's better because it's got 69 in it. Um, that's that's the sex number. As you wow. know. Wow, Spencer. Um, anyway, Heart of a Girl, the killer's cover by Maximum Power. Sounds called Heart of a Girl. 
now we get to see Daddy uh, Max. Yeah, you know, it just occurred to me like this is this is like the song I don't ever want to hear Max Powers sing. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Ah! I'm gonna make it your ringtone for when I call. Oh, I just realized this. Oh, I don't want to see him sing this. I really want Mr. Sun's 10 singing this. Oh, I didn't look for Mr. Sun's 10 because they never show up when you search. Get ready. You ready, Spencer? I hate I hate to say this. Um, this ain't bad. You're you're okay with him calling you daddy? The way he delivered it is pretty good, actually. It's it sounds like a it sounds like a John Mellencamp song or something. Uh, by the way, I found another cover that I didn't add in. It's a full band cover. So since there's pretty much only Gerwigs this week, let's uh, listen to this next. Okay, so, let me throw this next. In. Give me a second. OK, so this is. The YouTube channel, Abandonaire La Nave. It's in French. Um, uh, oh my gosh, there's so many. And then there's like a weird wagon in the middle. What is that? I think that's their uh, their their thing. That's their band logo. Yeah. It's like a little cart with like a dildo on the end. Looking at my window, an angel in my favorite member of this band is the empty chair and the piano. Oh, ghosty. Oh, ghosty. Yes. I like the prisoner. They have the two prisoners they have trapped in the glass cages. Second favorite member of the band, just the dude who's just going absolute fucking ham on the fucking egg cha-cha. Egg cha-cha. The little shaky eggy boy. A maraca? It's not a maraca. It's it's like literally an egg filled with sand. No. You, he's actually not playing an instrument. That's the plot twist and disturbing reality. He's he's. Can you imagine making? I want to know what this fucking trumpet man's about to do. He's they, he, oh he also has a Beatles poster, or it's at least John Lennon. Hold on, I'm gonna pause really quick. All right, prediction. All right, the drum guy is gonna kick it with the fucking snares. Everyone's gonna double time tempo. It's gonna go ska. You ready? I'm ready. Boo! I can see the time. We're never gonna find out what this fucking piano guy does, though. So, should I skip ahead and see what piano is? Whoa, there's someone there now. Wow. Oh, 
Oh, he showed up. Sorry, I'm late, guys, for this video we're posting to YouTube. <laughs> I'm, I'm clicking around through it so you can get kind of like these weird freeze frames. And there was one where his like arms are out like he's like <laughs> like he's like, hello. Ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going on the fucking Twitter. Perfect. This is the band Abandonare La Nave. Yes, which means abandon your Lanarvi. I want maybe it means abandoned ship. That makes sense. Uh, save. I'm looking this up. Girl. Uh, Twitter. Yeah, you look it up. I'm gonna present something without context on on our Twitter. It's abandoned ship. Oh. Presented. Without context. All right. What's my next cover, Spencer? All right. Next up, we've got a cover of the song Heart of a Girl by the band The Killers. And it's and it's by the YouTube channel Mike Portala. OK. This is more modern. He has he's nice music equipment. Looking out my window, an angel in a row appeared and nearly pulled me apart. He sounds like. Thank you for skipping ahead. He sounds like Dick Valentine from Electric Six, and I know I say that a lot, but but he's got his kind of the same voice cadence. Staring down the mouth of a hundred thousand guns. You're still here, you're still here I believe that we never have to be alone Yes, I believe this is around a bed You can hold it in, or you can scream it on a microphone There is no end, there is no end Stop it. Zero out I give of that. I give that a uh, six daddies out of seven. You're really going to you're really going to perpetuate this, aren't you? Yeah, you made me watch a bunch of girl wigs. I have to come back with uh, even more daddy energy. OK, fair enough. OK, next up, we've got the channel Juliana Starosta, and this is a ukulele cover. Uh Oh, cutie yukis. Oh, no, it's too adorable. Describe the scene. Uh, it's a girl in a red room wearing like a sleeveless blouse and playing a tiny ukulele in front of a professional microphone. And there's like a vintage lamp behind her. Yeah, this if 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 you showed me this and said, yeah, this is from the new Wes Anderson movie, I would a thousand percent believe you. I should really learn how to play the ukulele. Why? I don't know. It's, not, it's a useless skill, and I like those. Oh, gotcha. What's your favorite useless skill that you have, Michael? Uh, hmm. 
I, you know, I, I can't think of one. You don't have like all, all of my skills are useful. No, I know what my favorite useless skill is. What's that? Recording podcasts about the killers. <laughs> yeah, that's actually yeah, that's that's going to be it for me, too. Yeah, like like there is I'm not going to go and do an interview and be like, yeah, I've got a podcast about the band, the killers. Yeah, please listen to it. Yeah. Then they listen to the first episode and they're like, what the fuck? I'm actually firing. I'm actually getting going to call the police on this person. Yeah, you're fired. You're fired and never show your face in here again. Exactly. Here's a here's a funny little story. So during two Gerwigs ago, um, I was I looked at my phone because I was so fucking bored with this damn song already. Uh And um, I got an email from the company that kept uh, setting me up with uh, screener interviews and then bailing on me. Um, okay. and never giving me real interviews. Uh, and the email just said, Hey, we gave someone else the job. It's like, wow. it's like, okay, cool, bro. You, you never fucking even offered me the job fucker. Yeah. Right. Thanks asshole. Yeah. Thanks for fucking. Thanks for the nothing you offered me. I have already gotten another job. That's, uh, actually real. Unlike you fuckers. You tell them, Spencer. Well, I just did over the Internet through a podcast (laughs) that they won't listen to. (laughs) Anyway, so this is I marked this one um, Ed Sheeran slash Chucky Finster. And I just want to see if you agree with me. Okay, so this is from the user Owen Boyle says heart of a girl, heart of a fuck you heart of a girl guitar cover. The killers. What do you think? Am I right? I can see it. Yeah. Is he going to sing, though? Looking out my window, an angel in rows, trying to get there for the door. Do- oh, do you, do you skip that? This is a really fucking boring song. Like it's literally daddy, just like daddy. it's like the same like five chords. Yeah, I mean the end of the song gets interesting, but when it's on a Gerwig, it's just all it's all the same. Nobody's using any different instruments yeah. other than that, like the prisoners and that empty chair yeah. band. All right. Well, last but not least, we've got um our favorite regular contributor to the podcast. We've got Maximum Power. Um, and this is a video 690 B heart of a girl, the killer's cover by maximum power. We're going to go, we're going to pause it and we're going to skip about halfway through. All right. So here we go. Here's maximum power. We definitely haven't already heard before. Uh, and describe the scene, Michael. Uh, it looks like he's in the living room of a house and, uh, Max is just jamming on a guitar in this living room. I think there's a She-Ra Funko Pop behind him on the mantle. Okay. Oh, you're right. That is a She-Ra Funko Pop. <laughs> there's I, another Funko Pop, too. But yeah, I, I thought I, you were looking at that further away Funko Pop because I didn't see the closer one. Yeah. And you were just making up what it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the far away one is. It's there's like, also a Dreamcatcher on the wall. 
and one of those lamps that's in like every dorm room where there's like one light that stands up and then one that curves down on the same lamp. I have that exact lamp. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah, I think it just comes with whatever building you exist in. It, yeah, it grows out of the floor. There's a there's a running plot in uh, one of the Discworld books. I believe it is Reaper Man, where um, shopping malls are not uh, they're not things that are built. They're things that are created by cities. They're like a city parasite, and the way you find them is by shopping carts basically growing and breeding together. And that's what that lamp is. It's just a. Uh, it's just what apartments grow from. That fucking lamp. Well, that's interesting, Spencer. Thanks for educating us. That was the most like tousling my hair ass response <laughs> I, you could have fucking said. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This fucking Google Doc is such a nightmare. <laughs> And you can definitely uh, see it on our Patreon if you follow us or subscribe to us. That's Soul of a Truck. That's Patreon.com slash Soul of a Truck Pod. But anyway. And you can see what, what I've done to it. The yeah. great, wonderful things I've added. Exactly. Michael, what are your final thoughts on the song Heart of a Girl by the Band of Killers? Uh, this, no, nothing that happened during this episode changed my mind about this song at all. It's not for me. Uh, the lyrics are super bizarre and, uh, it just is kind of just not really anything that I want out of a song. Yeah. Um, so. yeah, early, early, I think early, uh, maximum power did a better version of this song than recent maximum power. Agreed. Agreed. But all things considered, this song uh, is very bad. It's one of your least favorites. Um, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think I think this 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 gets a this gets a rating of bones out of 10. <laughs> you know, uh... Well, Spencer, I hope you know what to do in the future if you get somebody's phone number and call them up and the first thing they say is daddy, daddy, daddy. Hang up. It's just hang up. The answer That's is, right. is hang up. slam the phone. Uh, th Just throw it as far as I can. Like, because. But wow. will, you, will you have that strength if it's just like the most stunning woman ever? Okay, I, I might change my mind if that was the case. <laughs> But like, I knew it. Look, OK. Like, like if it's someone who I like met at a store and we really clicked and, you know, at the end of it, she gave me her number and then I called her and said and the first thing she said to me was that. I would be put off at least. Can can I give you that? Can I? Yeah, there you go. There you I, go. I would definitely be like, like. Um, okay, <laughs> this is nearly a deal breaker, but we had such a good time in the, you know, wherever we met that I'm going to let this pass, but I will communicate with you and say, hey, I'm not really into being called daddy. Um, If we're going to continue and actually make this into a thing, uh, I would prefer it if we you didn't 
uh, do that. Is that is that the healthy way to you know alleviate this situation? That sounds. It sounds like you got a good idea there, Spencer. I'm, I'm very lonely. I, I, I don't know how to do this. I'm very new to this. Some someday I will find love. <laughs> do you like the way I, you like that? I, I, you know, I can appreciate that. Anyway, and no, oh, go on. No, no. I, I hope that you can use heart of the girl, heart of a girl, to your advantage in the future. Yes, I, this song has helped me learn something about myself. That's my final <laughs> thoughts. Sexually. Sexually. No. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for listening. If you made it all the way to the end of this episode, you know what? I'm I'm proud of you. I'm surprised. And I think, you know, you did. Yeah. Cool. If you'd like to support the podcast, perhaps financially, you can scroll to the bottom of any episode and select our Anchor affiliate link. Or you can support us on our Patreon, where you'll have access to episode notes, extra episodes, and other silly shit. Um, and you can find that at patreon.com slash soul of a chucky killers podcast. If you'd like to email us all of your weird mashups, uh, your favorite covers of songs, and of course, uh, photographs of your genitals. Uh, feel free to email the pod at soulofatruckpod at gmail.com. If you think that I'm funny, you can always follow us on Twitter. That's at soulofatruckpod. And if you think Michael has really cute feet, you can follow us on our Instagram, instagram.com slash soulofatruckpod. I've been Spencer. Michael, say goodbye. Bye. Spencer's in the diaper play now. <laughs> Gross. Still don't know where to start. She wrote a number down and she gave it to me. They had to scrape me off the floor in this transient town. Waiters and dealers trying to get their foot in the door. The night I called her, she said, Dad.